Welcome back to the podcast, Fall Down 7, Get Up 8. This is part two of the Bounce Back episode. Um, So this year, you know, in the building, um, starting out, uh, they brought in um, another coach um, who, or, you know, coach, assistant principal, who happened to be a white male. And it's my understanding that he was a um, a second choice, you know, to uh, the original hire. I think the original hire could not, you know, fulfill the duties or whatever, or got a better job offer. So that person was out. And I think that everybody was really, really um, impressed with this uh, woman and then kind of had to go back to our second choice, which was it happened to be this white male. Um, Rumor mill has it that this white male is uh, transgender. I don't know if he is or not. Um, possibly could be. I don't know. I've never asked this individual, even though I've worked uh, pretty closely with him. Uh, however, I kind of, I, I got, I got gay vibes from him. I got, you know, um, transgender vibes. Like, yeah, I was like, I could, I could definitely see that. Um, but this year with him has been a, a really, really big struggle. Um, he came from the middle school, and anybody who has ever taught middle school and taught high school knows there is uh, there's there's a, there's a nice little difference there. There's a nice difference in teaching high school students versus teaching middle school students. Love middle school uh, students, love middle school teachers, but there there's a whole different energy that goes into them. You know, even going from having a, being an eighth grade teacher and being a ninth grade teacher, it's a whole different energy. It's a whole different expectation. Um, so it was that, that kind of thing to where um, when I was, um, these positions came out, um, as much as I love teaching in the classroom, um, because of my personal situation financially, I, I had to do a little bit better. I was like, yo, you know, I know that we'll get whatever living wage increase um, or whatever, but, you know, on the up, I just, I need more money and I do not want to deal with this coaching situation. Whereas um, my coach this year happened to be um, the assistant principal uh, or the coach, the, the, the white male who I couldn't figure out as transgender or gay or whatever, happened to be that individual. And the way that um, our coaching sessions went and the way that I was coached, um, I lost a lot of faith in myself. I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing the right thing. And he and I had a lot of uh, disagreements. Um, we did not see eye to eye on a lot of things. We we're adults. So, I mean, we kind of came to some conclusions about a lot of things. Um, but we butted heads. We butted heads a whole hell of a lot. Whereas, you know, last year, or yeah, I guess last year, I was online and I was like, yo, I didn't get a whole lot of coaching. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a tremendous amount of oversight because I think that nobody really knew what it was teaching online. So it's like, how can you coach somebody online when you ain't never really taught online? You don't know what, it, what it's like, what it, what it feels like, what the, the motivations are. And, you know, content is one thing, but it's like, you know, shoot, you got to deliver the content. So he was kind of looking at me like, 
you know, like I was new meat, like I was new booty, like I was, you know, a brand new teacher. Even though I had told this individual, I was like, yo, I've been working with kids for shit, 20 years, man. You know, I've been working with kids like literally since the 90s. You know, I've done AmeriCorps. Um, I've done some um, some internships like with my old high school. I've been a para at three different schools. I've been a para in special ed classrooms, you know. Um, and then I also taught uh, eighth grade technology for a half a year. So it was one of those things where I, like he knew all this information, but he was kind of looking at it like, oh, well, you've never taught before. And I'm like, nigga, bullshit. Like, nigga, come on. Sorry. But yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, you know, you looking at me like I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and, and so our relationship, our professional relationship, uh, was not a really, really good thing. My motivation, one of my biggest motivations for applying for the, uh, the dean position was to say, hey, you know what, if this is the way that we're, we're coaching people nowadays, let me show you how to do it right, you know. But in a in a, uh, a manner that that I'm very very familiar with, you know, they knew that I ran the refocus room. They knew that I ran the health the refocus room. They know the kids love me, uh, and I'm I'm looked at as being a very uh, strict teacher, but a very respected teacher as well. And I think that that was part of the um, part of their their draw um, because they they knew me. They had known me. They've known me now for you know going on three years, you know. Um, so, I mean, that's just kind of the uh, the thing about it is, um, you know, when I applied for this position, I was like, yeah, this is Dean of Culture. This is dealing with, um, you know, our, our students who are have attendance issues, our students have mental health issues, our students who have behavior issues, our students who really struggle with um, their relationships, uh, maybe not only with their parents, but also with adults in general, maybe one or two teachers they just can't stand. Um, you know, it's all those, all those kind of things where, you know, that's that's what a dean has to do, you know, and then also be the leader leader of the school and be able to talk to teachers in a manner that they understand what needs to improve, they have a plan on how to improve it, and then being able to give them that kind of opportunity to make those changes happen. Um, so I'm happy to say. That um, on Thursday, I was made aware that I was going to be the Dean of Culture for this school um, starting in the 2022-23 school year, starting in, uh, in July, I believe. So that was, that was, um, that was like the second best news of my week, you know, um, being able to uh, lock in that position uh, and things like that. Now, mind you, last week was hell because scheduling was crazy. So they gave me um, um, an activity to do this, an assignment, you know, when they kind of had a, a bunch of um, numbers and they were saying, you know, this, this, this percent of kids are late. This percent of, of teachers aren't um, starting their class. 
very successfully, you know. So what is what is the plan that you would have to improve this? So I believe I got that information. Oh man, I want to say it was. I want to say it was like the Friday before last week. Um, you know, and I was like, okay, I'll be able to kind of take the weekend and um, and kind of hash this thing out. Um, took it took me a little bit longer than that. You know, I think it was due that uh, Tuesday of, uh, of last week. And I ended up, you know, doing it, but I was also in charge of my class. And my class at that point in time were doing projects, which was good. But, like, I had to run my class and I had to, like, figure out their projects and figure out how they were going to present and all this other stuff. Also, while trying to do this assignment to get this different position. Um, so, once again, it was... Um, a matter of uh, being able to juggle things and manage my time. I remember last week I did not get a lot of sleep. Um, I would come home, I would work on some stuff, I would eat a little something, I would go to bed, maybe about uh, 8, 9, or 10. I would probably wake up at like 2, 3, or 4, work on some other stuff, um, and then go to work. And then that was kind of like a constant thing, like Monday, Tuesday, and I think Wednesday. Um, Wednesday I had my interview, um, which was really, really dope. I think it was either Wednesday or Thursday I had my interview. I can't exactly remember the day. Just last week just ran together like something fierce. Um, but I had my interview, and part of the other uh, interview process that they always do for whatever teachers or administrators, and I think this is like one of the dopest things about my school, is that the students will interview you know, like they actually had students interview me um, for the Dean of Culture position. And so, what was really, really neat about this interview was that they were, there was, oh, oh gosh, I want to say there was like eight girls um, in this room with me. And they were all 11th, all 11th graders, right? So they're all juniors. I knew a lot of these girls. Well, I knew a couple of them, not, not a lot of them. I would say I probably knew at least two of the girls from the refocus room when they were freshmen. So it was kind of like, you know, oh, I got I got a little bit of an inside track um, because you guys know me. You guys know that, you know, um, we've had conversations about certain behaviors. You guys got kicked out of class. We had conversations. Um, you guys wrote apology letters. Um, and things like that. And so, like, they were asking me a lot of questions. Um, really, really, really excellent questions. Um, and then also, with, with them asking questions, I was also asked, you know, being able to, you know, my key phrase is, does that make sense to you? You know, when I give an answer, you know, they may ask me a question, and I'll give an answer, and then I'll be like, hey, did that make sense to you? You know, and all the girls are like, yeah, that, you know, that makes sense. So... One of the uh, the big things about this interview was our students really want to have some school spirit, you know. But because our um, because the makeup of our staff is primarily white, you know, there's there's a culture clash. You know, sometimes there's a, there's a culture clash. We have a lot of young white women um, who are, you know, in positions where they're the teacher. And
they don't always make the greatest um, decisions or they don't always have the greatest classroom culture. It, it has to kind of grow. Um, so we had a, a really good conversation surrounding that. The other big thing that I will always remember from this uh, interview was um, they asked me about my background in mental health. Um, and I knew that they were a refocus kid because I remember talking about this in refocus a lot. Um, sorry, I'm smoking a cigarette too. Was that my first year there when I was a refocus teacher, I also had a second job. Sorry, um, I was a mental health clinician at the state hospital uh, for a lot of adults. And, you know, I would, I would deal with these adults and their behaviors and their blowouts and everything else like that. And then, you know, I would go to sleep and wake up and I'd come and I'd deal with the kids. And then they would ask me, you know, you deal with crazy people all evening? And I'm like, no, I don't deal with crazy people all evening. I deal with people who have a lot of mental health issues, issues that have kind of gotten out of, out of their control, people that need help balancing their life, you know, and that's what it is and that's what it was and that's you know that's the thing is you know we have to look at each other as being very human you know and we are spirits having a very human experience you know and I think that I think we lose sight of that a lot of times I think that a lot of times we'll just we'll see you know a student who's who's agitated who's pissed off who's failing all, a lot of their classes and they're just angry and you're like oh that's just a bad kid and I was like no man that's a human that's in a bad situation you know maybe we have not provided enough space for that human maybe we haven't approached that human correctly maybe that human is doesn't really know how to express everything that's going on maybe they don't want to express everything that's going on maybe that's none of our damn business you know um, so it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we all go through whatever the fuck we go through in life. We go through it, and we go through it heavy, because there's this part of our body called the heart, and a heart gets broken, a heart gets smashed, a heart gets stepped on, um, and we have to pick up the pieces of our heart, sometimes each and every day, and sometimes those pieces become really, really, really small. And um, we still have to find those little itty bitty pieces and uh, try and put our heart back together again. And I don't think enough of us recognize the, um, the human strength that it takes or the, the, the amount of human spirit that it takes or the amount of spirit that we have as individuals in this human experience. And we, we don't recognize that fact. So it's, you know, when you're able to, to sit back and recognize the fact that, yo, you're, 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 you're having a very human experience. Your, your spirit is still beautiful. Your spirit is troubled. Your spirit might be troubled, but hey, you ain't, we ain't done. We're not done here, you know? Um, so for the administrative team to recognize um, all of these things and all that, um, I was really, really happy. I was really, really satisfied. I'm also happy and satisfied that um, because I am a black male, I will be um, having 
I will be that kind of diversity factor. You know, that, that factor that's saying, hey, you know, um, culturally, are you, are you good with these kids? Or are you disrespecting them culturally? You know, are you in the, in the halls yelling, underlay, underlay, underlay? Whereas, you know, if you want some stuff like that, bro, I'm, mm, no, uh-uh. we got to have a conversation because that's, that's disrespectful as hell. It's disrespectful as hell. You know, that's like, you know, a white teacher being in a predominantly black school and saying, run, nigga, run, nigga, come on, nigga, let's go. No, that, that's not going to fly either. You know, but it's one of those situations where um, I'm happy to be in this kind of position to where I can be an advocate um, for our students, um, for our teachers, and also be that bridge that um, that's going to be needed um, next year and for years to come. Um, also, on a personal note, um, my weekend um, has been absolutely amazing. Just really happy that um, my personal issues um, that I've been having um, really turned out to be magnificent um, this weekend. And um, so, this being Sunday at about 1:40 in the afternoon, I am really, really happy to have grown past the pessimist essay in many senses because I still feel like that pessimist essay still has a lot of value and a lot of uh, validity to it because it ain't all good you know it it may not be um, E40's is all bad but you know what it ain't all good but it ain't all bad so there's still some balance there so I'd like to thank you all for listening to the bounce back get down uh, fall down seven get up eight show um we're always looking for more followers. If you find me on social media, um, more than likely you'll see the Fall Down 7 Get Up 8. I am on Twitter. I think it's under JA Guy or Fall Down 7 Get Up 8. I'm also on Instagram, either under JA Guy or Fall Down 7 Get Up 8. But when you guys see those green flyers that uh, has uh, my cartoon picture up there of it, go ahead and hit that like button and go ahead and hit that uh, subscribe button as well tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend um there's a man in the building who's an educator who does podcasting he's also a writer he writes books um he's also a black man um who's a father so support him however you can this is your boy J.A. Guy from Fall Down 7 Get Up 8 and we will see you guys next time peace peace